The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Joining us here on the fan, 680-93.7 FM. He hosts the J.P. Peterson Show. And, J.P., we always love having you on. It's almost like you are in Tampa and are in Florida, but you're really not all the time you spend here in the Atlanta area. Yeah, man. Uh, my, my few years with the Falcons and the radio network were awesome. And uh, working and hanging out with you guys was, was, uh, was fantastic. Some of the best days of my career. But I'm back in sunny Florida, loving it, covering the Bucks, And uh, it looks like we're back to the old Bucks, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> so who are Brady's you all? gone. The magic is <laughs> over. We're back to being terrible. Who are you all? We're trying to figure out who the Falcons are. We think we pretty much have it. This is what we think. We're a defensive team. At wins games with the defense, special teams, and we're waiting for the offense to come around. What is this incarnation right now of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers trying to defeat this Falcon team? This is a, a Bucks team with a pretty good roster, but a horrible coaching staff. Mm. Um, they have just uh, they've not played disciplined football. Uh, Todd Bowles uh, is just he's a terrible game manager. This is why he has not won a whole lot of games in his career as a head coach. You know, we we could go back to how he became the head coach. It was basically, in my opinion, anyway, that was that was a, a Tom Brady ordered code red on Bruce Arians, uh, handpicked uh, Bowles to be the coach. Not saying that, you know, he, Todd Bowles is a great defense coordinator, yep. and he's a tremendous human being, and I love him. He's a tremendous role model. He's just not a great head coach. There's not a whole lot of accountability. Um, he, he's personnel decision. He plays a lot of favorites. Dev, Devin White would be a perfect example of that. The guy has been terrible since the Super Bowl, but continues to get thrown out there. He's not going to play this week, and that's and that's a positive for the Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just and, and when you have situations like that, everybody in the locker room knows it, right? And then it just becomes a you know for who for what type deal, and and it just it's been disjointed play all over the place baker has regressed cuz his ankle is bothering him he doesn't have the mobility mike evans is having a hell of a year but the offense itself is just disjointed um you know chris godwin had three targets last week that's just that's ridiculous so they're just they're, they haven't been able to form an identity at all this year the defense has been terrible and um you know, I know there's a lot of injuries on both teams this week, and I think we'll get into that. Mm-hmm. That might tell the story. But I have zero confidence that the Bucks are going to go up there and, and play some amazing game. I mean, the Falcons want to try to hand it to them like they did last time. Right. We'll take it. But um, I think Atlanta, if they play reasonably well and, and mistake-free, will win this game quite easily. What's a target? We don't know what that is here. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> it's a pass attempt at a receiver. How do you describe that Corey? to the in layman's terms to the football fan out there? We we're not allowed. Our coach doesn't allow us to use the word target. This isn't fantasy football here. <laughs> oh man, I love when coaches say that, right? Because we're all idiots and we have no, no idea what's going on in football. They know everything. Uh, yeah. Just, so, uh, with all that being said, is uh, is Todd Bowles is is he done? I mean, is there any way for for him to save his job? It was, felt like the ultimate setup job, JP, because like you said, handpicked or whatever you want to call it, and then the quarterback leaves and Tom Brady retires. Yeah. Obviously, the team's getting a lot older, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, Lyman, I think, left or got hurt, and 
whole thing was yeah. just it was not a good situation from the start. Yeah, and I think they start three and one, and you kind of feel like okay, they 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 got a chance here. And and Baker was playing out of his mind. He was making incredible plays on third down. They were winning close games. Um, he was he was very you know mobile out there making plays happen. And then you know that just kind of went away. Whether it's injury or just teams have have really kind of just know they they know if you confine him to the pocket and he has to play in a closed in pocket at you know six barely six one. He's just not very good, and he can't see the field. Uh, three or four passes batted down every single game. Uh, he just becomes a very, very ordinary quarterback. If you can get him out on the edges with the bootlegs and waggles and whatnot, um, but teams know that. So this is what they've done, and that's what's really restricted the offense. And yeah, it's just, it's just one of those teams. It's just, it, we're searching for an identity. We're, we're, we're in the middling part where you're halfway between a rebuild and you know trying to get the most out of these because they're still like. There's 11 or 12 guys on this roster that have been to the Pro Bowl, believe it or not. I mean, so and some are injured. Uh, a lot are just not playing to that level. The guys that are getting paid money, you know, the Carlton Davises, the, the uh, Jamel Deans of the world, the two corners have done nothing all year long. Either been hurt or done nothing. Um, you know, Shaq Barrett, God bless him. Uh, we all know what happened to him in the offseason. Coming off of Achilles just has been, you know, not, not very effective. Um, so, yeah, there's some young players coming on. Yaya Diaby, um, Outside kid uh, who played at Louisville last year is really a young, uh, raw kid. Is coming into his own, and Kalaji Kansi is is I'm not saying he's Aaron Donald, uh, even though he came from Pittsburgh and he's undersized. But mm-hmm. that kid, I think he's going to be special. Um, but he's still learning his way. Uh, but for the most part, this defense and you know Levante David's coming back. That gives us a chance. But I think he's, he's got a groin injury. You know how those linger. He's probably what 75, 80 percent. So. We'll see what happens. What about the motivation factor from the Bucks, uh, JP? When you when you look at it, that you're still in the hunt, and when you look at yeah. uh, Coach Bowles, and you look at the fact that you're still in it, he's a defensive-minded head coach, and you would expect that the defense is going to be the bell cow of the whole entire team. What about the motivation factor that you were still in it? Yeah, I mean that's there. It's it's crazy, but it's there, right? If they win this game, they're in first place. Uh, you know, they lost five to six, but if they win this game, mm. they're in first place, and that's crazy. Um, yeah, it should be there, but you know, Todd just—he's not that motivator guy. And there's nobody on this team that really is, and there's nobody on the coaching staff that is, right? You got to have somebody within the you know, the few tiers that's the fire up credibility leader. Right, right. And the, that was, you know, Devin White's the guy who does the fire up. Well, he's not playing, and even when he played, he's a fraud. So <laughs> you, know, you can't be a leader, right, when you're a fraud. So it, there's, so there's no there's no guy like that. There's no you know there's no Sap. There's no Lynch. There's no Derek Brooks. No Rondé Barber. Nobody that that's going to get up your ass and hold you accountable, right? Nobody on this team. So it lacks leadership from the top and within the team. There's some good players out there. There's some really good players. And there's some guys given ever, you know, uh, Antoine Winfield is just, you know, I think he's one of the best three safeties in the game. He's fantastic. Uh, and Levante David, before he got hurt, was playing at an, at an all pro level. But, you know, nobody else, and even heard Baker Mayfield say it the other day. He said, you know, until everybody, enough people get pissed off, like me, nothing's going to change. He literally said that out loud. And Tom Brady said the same thing about last year's Bulls, or two years ago, Bulls team, where Bulls team the first year, is that it's the most embarrassing game day effort I've ever seen. Hmm. So, when you, I mean, could that be a bigger indictment of a head coach than that? No. Coming from your quarterbacks? No. no. 
J.P. Peterson, host of the J.P. Peterson Show, covering the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Tampa on the fan, 680-93.7 FM. Your perception of the perceived weapons that the Falcons have, Bajon Robinson, Drake London, Kyle Pitts, not just in and of themselves, but for the second time around where uh, the Falcons uh, were on their way to put it up more than 30, but there were fumbles inside the five-yard yeah. line and a sack fumble that turned into a turnover as well. Yeah, see, that, that's the thing about that game. I mean, if you watch, the, you look at the score and you're like, wow, they needed a last-second field goal to win it. Atlanta dominated that game on the ground. I think it was, what, 155 yards, and that was without Bijan. By the way, is he going to get sick again? No, he's this ready week? to go this week, brother. He's healthy. Illness? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so, whatever that mystery illness was. Um, I think they call that the uh, Mons Venus flu. Anyway, <laughs> um, Good. Anyway, uh, yeah, this, I have no expectations. Unless, you know, I'm reading that your offensive line is, is devastated. Dahlman might not play. Right tackle might not play. You guys can fill me in on that. But I just don't see how the Bucks stop the run. They haven't been good at it all year. They certainly weren't good at it in the first game against Atlanta. And as we know, if you can run the football, you're going to control the football game. So that's where that's where I think it's won and lost. Help us. We threw it out yesterday to ourselves, and we couldn't even answer it 24 hours later. Who's the best quarterback in the NFC South? Oh, my God. So <laughs> Baker was playing great. He was, yeah. At the beginning of the season. But then, I, as I said, he got, you know, he got nicked up and – you know, and then teams get the get the um, the film on you. They know what you want to do. And we got a first time play caller uh, this year in, in Dave Canales. So I think the, you know, Bucks get outcoached every single game. You see the adjustments that are made, and there's no adjustments back. And you can see what teams are trying to do with them. They like they would target uh, Devin White and in, in, uh, defensively on every key play and, and and get those. And and Bowles would sit there and go. Man, these are the same mistakes we make each and every game. It's a, it's like, well, that's because the other team is targeting the players that make the same mistakes every game, and you keep putting them in there in those situations. So it just they get out coached on every level. So Baker in the beginning, I thought was doing really well, but he's kind of regressed to the mean because I think uh, Canales has not made the requisite adjustments. Now they they put a few more things in last week, a jet sweep or two that it kind of varied the running game a little bit. And that's the whole thing with the offense. And for Baker, they, he's got to get more people involved. I mean, Chris Godwin is the, num- the number one receiver. This, this offense should be based on two number one receivers mm-hmm. with Godwin and Evans. And if you're just exclusively going to Evans, obviously you guys know that limits you, and, and that's why you're scoring you know, the 23rd best scoring offense in the, in the game. You're terrible. So they've got to get got more guys involved. Canales says he wants to do that this week. Rashad White, their running back, has been much better. He's one of the better, you know, guys that can make you swing and miss in the open field, and and he he needs to get seven, eight, nine checkdowns a game to to, to, to just add those easy yards, right? And and the th- they need to get Trey Palmer, the third receiver, involved as well. So if they can vary the offense this week, then you might see that. But I I can't sit here and say Baker Mayfield based on what I've seen the last few weeks. And I'm gonna tell you this: if the Bucks lose this week, they're done, and you might see Kyle Trask the rest of the way. Mm. So if your life was on the line and you had to pick one NFC South quarterback to go to battle with, you need a win this Sunday, otherwise you die. <laughs> Who are you picking? Make your funeral James arrangements. Winston. James Winston. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> oh, well, we, Joe we threw him out. Yeah, Joe said that yesterday. Um, golly, I, I, I'd have to go with, with, with Baker. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, I can't pick Carr. Mm-mm. I can't pick I can't pick Desmond. Nope. Golly, guys. This is like, go with the rookie. Like, yeah, 
this is like going back to high school, me trying to pick a, pick a prom date. What's available? Not much. You know? It's just awful. It's horrible. Well, good stuff. So, hopefully there's a good game in the bins. We hopefully won't have a low-scoring game like we did last time. Both teams have a lot riding on this game, so hopefully they'll both execute and play like it. We end up with a good game in the bins Sunday afternoon. JP, we love when you come on. Look don't forward hold to your catching breath, up. baby. Don't hold your breath. <laughs> It could be a field goal palooza if yeah, things don't go yeah. the right way. We thank you for your time. We look forward to catching up with you. If we don't, happy holidays to you and wish you and your best all of the great holiday festivities coming to you. Right back at you in Atlanta there. Love you guys. Appreciate it. J.P. Peterson, host of the J.P. Peterson Show down there in Tampa. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. At Jim Ellis Automotive, we take pride in our family owned and operated business. Hi, I'm Stacy Ellis, Vice President of the Jim Ellis Automotive Group. When my granddad, Jim Ellis, founded our company in 1971, His goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, my dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. Today, third-generation family members like myself, along with the support of more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values our company was founded on. At Jim Ellis Automotive, we try harder because we sincerely value your satisfaction. That's why we've been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of our 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, still family-owned and operated and where you can always expect the best. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. (sighs) Or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing. Or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands. An easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at Camp Margaritaville Lanier Islands.com.